Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, queens, and welcome to the newest installment of Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, yes, I did nearly go to say Queen Creations Radio because that's what I've been used to saying for the past 12 months, but no, new year, new brand, and, you know, we're we're embracing the Kiss My Crown. And if any of you at home are wondering what the Kiss My Crown is sort of about, you know, like, it's a bit of sass, like, it's a bit like kiss my ass, but, you know, royal because we're queens, so kiss my crown. Um, it is an attitude, it's sass, it's a feeling, it's everything. So something a little different today, if you hadn't already noticed, is that this is actually being recorded um, to go onto the YouTube channel um, at the same time as recording it to go onto, you know, your standard podcast audio. Now, I'll be honest, as most of you know, and I mean, you've probably worked it out already now if you are <laughs> watching the YouTube video, is, you know, I don't have my own studio right now. Um, so I have to make do with what I want. So hence, here we are with the background, which is, you know, my fabulous, and you see my hand disappears a little bit, with my fabulous new banner for um, the YouTube channel. So, you know, oh, there's my chair. There it goes. Ah. But we're just going to work with it and do the best that we can because, you know, it's it's never about perfection or waiting for perfection. It's about doing things now in the moment. And, you know, come six months time when my house is built, I am going to have my fabulous studio, which has my space to be able to do this. So I'm, you know, obviously really excited about that. But I did want to let that hold me back. And I just wanted to open up the podcast to, you know, a new audience that is, you know, that, that combines um, with my YouTube channel as well. So thank you once again for joining me as always. Um, you know, Queen Creations, well, we've just hit January 2022. And you know, wow, already <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, I love the energy that a new year brings. Um, you know, I am all for news resolutions or I have news goals. You know, these are goals that I want to set to achieve over the 12 months. But, you know, I also have, you know, three-year goals, five-year goals, 10-year goals, you know, the whole lot. But, um, yeah, you know, like, so there's always like a really nice energy. Today is my first day off from my day job in the new year. So just to put in perspective, I had to work on the first and the second, which was a bit of a year. Um, but now it's my day off and I've just made the most of today. Um, and just really, I love heading into the new year with the energy because it really allows me to live my life in the embodiment of the version of myself that I really um, want to be, which, you know, obviously I shared with you guys in the last podcast about what my goals were for 2022. So just really embracing that and just really working with that today. So what's been happening in the Korean Creations world? Well, so much rebranding is happening at the moment. As you can see by the beautiful banner behind me, um, you know, and you'll notice like a lot of the designs for the podcast and everything else are just all um, changing, which is amazing. I'm just, you know, coming into my flow and just having things just, you know, be much more representative of what the Queen Creations brand is and how I envision it to be. So, you know, really, um, really excited about that. But you know what? Enough about that. Let's get into today's topic. So today's topic, what is it today? Well, 
So for the first ever episode that I'm actually recording, plus, you know, um, like audio wise, but also, you know, face wise, I'm going to talk about um, a topic that I need to talk about. But this is also a topic that is a little taboo with me and a little, um, it can make me feel a little bit uncomfortable and probably sometimes triggered. And that topic today is, um, how would I define Divine femininity, getting in touch with your sexuality, your, you know, your divine feminine and just really embracing everything about um, who you are. And the reason why this is like such a taboo sort of topic for me is because I grew up in the 80s and, you know, in that particular time, if you're from the 80s, I think you you get where I'm coming from because I do feel that it's a bit different now. But um, women, ladies, girls, whatever, we we didn't talk about sex. We weren't allowed to talk about sex. We weren't allowed to really be seen as sexual creatures. And there was sort of these things in between of, you know, um, you know, there were some women out there who, you know, like, like people like Madonna who were really sort of in touch with their sexuality and stuff and, um, you know, and they got labelled some not great things. And, you know, that's sort of, you know, how we grew up and we, we grew up as well with our bodies being really mandated about how we we should and we shouldn't look and, you know, just all sorts of things like that. And, um you know, like definitely growing up, you know, sex was something that we definitely did not talk about. Like you got your little, you know, sex education and you're six or seven and, you know, you know, that was about it and, and on your merry way and you just had to sort of work it out for yourself. And during that time of working it out for yourself, you know, like it, it was never brought up in conversation about pleasure or... um you know, or satisfying your own needs, you know, and, you know, if a woman had like a huge sexual appetite, then of course she was a slut and, you know, but if there wasn't a sexual appetite at all, then she was a prude and, you know, and, and really like I was on the end era of the girls just being here to, you know, like I was brought up with that sort of thing of, you know, girls got married, you know, had babies and that's about it. Um, so you know, I, I want to talk about that today because here I am nearly 40 years old and and I kind of let it slip on the last episode of the podcast about, um, you know, like that it was kind of one of my goals for 2022 is that I really wanted to get in touch with the, the sexual and the feminine energy within myself for 2022. And, and it's not to say that, like, you know, of course, I've always had, you know, I've always had sex and, you know, and all that sort of stuff. Of course, I have a baby, like I have a child. So, you know, he had to get made somehow. Um, <laughs> but here I'm, I'm going red already. See, that's what I mean. But really like a bit more because I was listening to something the other day that just really, just really hit home. And, and what it was about was about allowing ourselves to feel pleasure and you know and pleasure comes in so many different forms i'm not just talking about sexual pleasure but you know like you know like it's about wealth and desire and about achieving our goals 
and and something that I've noticed, I guess, within not just within myself, but within women in general, is that we really, you know, we really hold ourselves back with that because we're sort of taught for a really long time. And and obviously, like I know from, you know, my upbringing and I am talking from my own experience, I always am. I don't know what it's like, you know, for other cultures because I could only imagine what it's like for other cultures as well because, you know, like different cultures do view sex as very different things as well as to, you know, yeah, like it's just, it's, I know that it's different all over the place. So, you know, I got lost in that tangent then, but, you know, like we talk about, you know, receiving pleasure and whether that's, you know, and I think sometimes like our desires and our goals and our wants of what we actually want to manifest go hand in hand with that because, you know, there has to get to a point of allowing, um, allowing pleasure within our lives and, and seeking pleasure within our lives as well. And that's actually okay. And it's very healthy and it's very normal. And, yeah, so that's kind of what I want to talk about today and sort of deep dive and discuss that. So I guess with my own personal sort of story is that, um, like I said, definitely did not grow up in a household where sex was a conversation at all. Um, and, of course, you know, you know, talking about sex with parents or in schools or anything like that is always going to be um, – an awkward conversation at the best of times. Um, sorry, I have flashbacks to watching an episode of Spartacus Blood and Sand with, like, my at-the-time 89-year-old nana. Oh, you know, it absolutely horrifying. Um, but anyway, I digress. We're not here for that story. But when we talk about, you know, like I said, so when I grew up, we – we had, you know, basically when I looked at women, we had like, we had some sex symbols. We had wives. That was it. You know, you were either the girl that you, you married or you were, you know, and excuse the term, you were the girl that you fucked. You know, like it wasn't, um, it wasn't even either or, you know, like, and, and I think, you know, when I and as I said, like when I grew up, I grew up to be such a tomboy. I was always, you know, sort of one of the boys, and and I've always and I still do to some point a lot of, you know, boy, <laughs> boy, um, you know, like you know, I've always been interested in, in more, you know, like when I played sports, it was always a bit more physical sports and stuff like that. But I definitely always grew up as a tomboy. Like I never really embrace my femininity at all until this point. And for the record, I'm 39 years old, right? So for 39 years, um, I've never really embraced that feminine energy within me. Um, and I've always sort of lent towards, you know, that sort of more masculine energy. And I guess it's come along on the point of my um, my journey, you know, my spiritual journey that I'm going through, especially with manifestation, like manifestations really, I guess this is what sort of opened that eye up. When I look at, um, uh, like the universal laws, right? We like, there's two, uh, two, 12 universal laws and they, you know, like, and there's all different ones, but one of them is about the law of gender. 
and now learning about the law of gender. And this is not talking about man versus woman. What this is talking about is masculine energy versus feminine energy. And, you know, and it's just that everything has an opposite, you know, like, and this is very much like yin and yang, you know, like, and it's a, a masculine energy and a feminine energy. And when they come together, then that's sort of, you know, where it's at. And, and I think that sometimes when, you know, like as a woman, you can run, you know, like for me, for 39 years, I've run on predominantly, you know, masculine energy and it can be like really exhausting. And, and I think that too was because, you know, like any time I thought about embracing my femininity, then, you know, am I going to be branded a slut or a tart or, you know, I mean, I once remember, you know, being younger and being called a dog on heat, you know, because, you know, I was, you know, walking around being a teenage girl, you know, <laughs> you know, like, and, and so, you know, there's sort of things like it, it was just never okay. And, you know, so we didn't talk about it and definitely for a long time too, you know, like, and, and one thing that's never talked about, and this actually really bothers me now that I think about it is that we don't talk about female pleasure, you know, like in sex and things like that. We're sort of always like it was something that you did to, you know, give someone else pleasure, really. You know, if I think about it growing up, that's definitely, you know, like it was always, it was not necessarily really about getting that pleasure in return. It was about you know, doing what you thought you were meant to do because it's what you're meant to do. Um, and that's because there was never that sort of conversation about, um, you know, pleasure. So, and the reason why I'm talking about this topic is because I really do believe that um, sort of, like I said, pleasure, femininity, you know, sexuality, whatever you want to call it, um, does go hand in hand with manifestation because you know, you need to allow, you know, like, and I think too, there's a bit of a thing too. Have you ever, you know, here's my question for you. Have you ever felt guilty about a desire that you want to manifest? So whether that's something like a career opportunity, um, a business, money, uh, maybe you want to, you know, manifest a Chanel handbag, you know, whatever it may be. Sometimes when we want those sort of things, we feel guilt around it um, and that, you know, and, and then from guilt, we also feel that we're not worthy of it. Um, those two sort of go that sort of hand in hand as well. And, you know, you've got to stop to think of where that actually comes from because this is where, I, you know, like I said, I heard something the other day which was linking like pleasure and, you know, sex together you know, like, and, and when it comes to worthiness and whether we're talking about sex or money, you know, it's, it's the same thing, especially, you know, when we're talking about for women, you know, like we talk about, um, you know, like income, when we talk about income about, you know, like, you know, typically, you know, whether people like to hear this or not, but, you know, typically women do earn less money than men. Uh, we think that we're past that, but we're not quite, and, you know, like, and this is the same, you know, like, so therefore, you know, same with like pleasure, like it's like a, a man comes first before a woman, you know, 
figuratively speaking, um, literally too. But, you know, like we, it, it sort of goes that sort of hand in hand. And, you know, so if we're sitting there and we're not allowing ourselves pleasure, and I'm not, and this is, I'm not talking about sexual pleasure here. I'm just talking about pleasure in general. I'm talking about your desires. I'm talking about your goals. I'm talking about wanting money. I'm talking about wanting higher income. I'm talking about the desire to earn more you know, than the man in your life or, you know, whatever it may be because it's different to everyone. But and we start feeling, you know, guilty about that. And and that's where I think that our sexuality and our femininity and stuff come into that because the moment that we start allowing ourselves pleasure, whether that is, um, you know, sexual pleasure as well here, you know, like if you start allowing yourself sexual pleasure, it's like, hey, this is what I like, this is what I want, um, you know, doing a little bit exploring maybe yourself to work out what that is as well, is then, you know, we start to flow that on to the rest of our lives. You know, okay, this is what I'd like. This is what I want. This I don't like. This is my boundary. This is not my boundary. You know, I think that it just really opens up the whole world for you in the terms of what you're trying to manifest and all that, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, I mean, that's that little tangent. Um, you know, like I said, I'm so nervous talking about this because it's never been something in my life that's been an open topic. And it's always been something that's sort of, you know, almost shamed, you know, like, and, and that is definitely, you know, a bit of a cultural thing. I'm a white woman, you know, we have religious backgrounds and that was definitely not okay, you know. And how long, you know, like, and here we go. I'm going to get on a tangent now. Let's talk about masturbation. All right. So I grew up knowing that it was very normal for boys to masturbate. It was what they did. It's what they do, you know, you know, and it's just, it was depicted in movies, you know, American Pie. I'm really, I'm looking at you here, especially the first earlier ones. But, you know, again, when we, it was like that was a rule for men, but not for women. And, you know, like, and then it was almost seen as a bit weird if you were doing that, you know, in my generation, of course, I don't necessarily mean that today because, you know, when I see women today, oh my God, I am so impressed. Um, You know, they're just boom, boom, boom. Like they're sassy and they are ballsy and they're all like, you know, my body, my way, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. Like I'm, you know, buying sex toys at breakfast, you know, like they just really own it. They own it with their friends and, you know, I had an experience once when I was in the city and we we're getting out of the elevator and going through a door and there was just like these two men in there and there was me and my friend and we we're obviously of the same generation and then there was another younger two and something I can't even remember what happened but like these men were just so rude uh like it's like they almost pushed us out the way to get somewhere like to get through somewhere and these girls were so sassy and they just called them out on that you know because they knew what they wanted and they knew what they were going to you know what they tolerate what their boundaries are and how they expect to be treated and when then that didn't happen they just went to town and it was so good and it was so refreshing and I'm so glad that this is not a thing for you know the generation coming up but, you know, like when I'm talking about this stuff, I'm definitely talking about, you know, women sort of around my own age. And, 
Yeah, and I and I guess that you you know like you know, and I think I see it. You know, when I look at my parents, you know, they were young, so young. Like my mom was engaged at sixteen and married at eighteen. Like, how do you even know what you want? Like, I mean, firstly, how do you even know who you are at that point? You know, and how do you know what it is that you want? And trust me, I remember being young, that young and in relationships as well. And the hormones were all pumping. And like, you think that everything is like the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, oh my God, you break my heart. I'll never be able to live again. Or, you know, I don't know. Like, I just look at my relationships when I was that young. And there's just no, and you know what? And it's the same thing. I thought, you know, when I had my first long-term partner at... I would have been 17 years old. Oh, my God. Was that a shit show of a fucking relationship or what? It was It was so highly hormone-driven. It was so fucking toxic that it was unbelievable. This guy was a freaking control freak and not just a control freak, but he was, you know, the type of man, like, who just – he was abusive. And – you know, like, it, and it was always about, you know, oh, my God, don't leave me. Like, honey, please, if I had the time again, when I think about that version of myself when I was 17 years old, putting up with the shit that that boy put me through, my God, my God. And the funniest thing is that if I ever came across somebody like that today, I would freaking eat that bastard for breakfast. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that I would tolerate any of that. And I had to learn all of that myself because, you know, when it comes, this is the same thing. We're just talking about like that sexuality and that divine feminine and, you know, learning about ourselves and what we want and what we don't want, you know, it has taken me to now to work that out, like literally to now. And, you know, and this is half the reason why I have this podcast, have the website, have everything that I have because I don't want other women to go through that. I don't want other women to go, hmm, let's just wait until we're 40 years old to work out what it is we want in life. Like, uh-uh, honey. Like, uh-huh, uh-uh, uh-uh, You get to have it now and you don't have to make the mistakes that I made, so that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And sharing these very, you know, for me, uncomfortable and awkward conversations Mm -hmm. so you know and I just think you know you know like I mean we've all we've all seen those women who just really embrace everything that is about themselves and they you know I'm talking about okay okay here here we go here we go you're with me here sex in the city I remember growing up watching Sex in the City. And when secretly all of us, I don't care what you say, but secretly all of us, we wanted to be Samantha. We looked up to Samantha. But because of society and our conditioning and how we've grown up and all that other like fucking bullshit, we were like, oh, I'm such a Carrie. Ah. Uh, no, I mean, we probably were Carrie's, but we wanted to be Samantha's, right? Um, you know, we were all Carrie's. We all tra- chased the wrong man, the toxic man, and fucking, you know, bent over backwards and did all the shit that Carrie did. Um, but really deep inside, we wanted to be Samantha. 
we wanted to go hey this is what we like this is what we want um you know we wanted to you know some will say that samantha lived you know like a man's like you know having sex with whoever she wanted to have but it was always about her pleasure and about what she wanted and her boundaries and yes sometimes we had to you know challenge those you know i'm looking at like smith and when they're in a relationship that wasn't just for her and, and all that sort of stuff um but i think that we can you know like there was something about her like she was just so connected to herself as a woman she wasn't afraid to show up as a sexy badass successful woman ever um you know she radiated sex you know like in fact you know Men wanted to fuck her. Women also wanted to do the same bloody thing. They wanted to be her as well, you know, because that's just how she showed up. She had that energy about her. And, you know, like I said, this, I made this, you know, and I made a statement last podcast and I literally used the term sex kitten. Um, <laughs> and, you know, because, you know, for me, I just, is something about that confidence and you know and that confidence it you know didn't like what her boundaries were and that's what that confidence is, is this confidence and this is what i'm talking about with this divine femininity is about having this confidence from within of knowing who you are knowing exactly what it is that you want what you like what you don't like what you're open for what you're not open for and just you know going for it literally going for it and you know this is reflective both in you know both in sex because you know like you should be going for it and and doing what you love and what you like it's not all about him or her or whoever your partner is it is about you know you too and this all goes hand in hand so you know when i talk about you know like filling from uh sorry filling pouring from a full cup this is what I talk about with that because you cannot pour from an empty cup. You cannot give the best of yourself to other people if you are not looking after yourself first. And if you suppress a side of you, such as your sexuality or your divine femininity or something like that, you um, you're supp- you are suppressing that. You're not in touch with that. And, you know, that just, you know, really wreaks havoc on your whole life and then the same as if you're running at that masculine energy all the time like there has to be yin and yang there is dawn and there's dust there's night and there's day there's always those opposites right that's how the universe works that's how the world works that's how nature works and you know we are the same as well so whilst having some masculine masculine energy is like an amazing thing if you are not running from your divine feminine either um you know, you're going to get worn out, you know, like, and when we look at different sort of things, like, like hustle culture is, is a perfect one to look at. That is definitely sort of a, a masculine energy. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. And so for me, you know, this is where I am at the moment. It's just really about learning to connect with myself as a woman. And that's so exciting, you know, like working out what it is that I like and I don't like, whether that's in the bedroom or out of the bedroom, I don't care. We're working that stuff out, right? And having the confidence to go, hey, I like this. I don't like that. These are suiting my needs. These do not suit my needs. Um, You know, because 
I find, you know, or even already getting in touch with that stuff really starts to have that flow on effect in the rest of my life about what it is that I'm going to accept, what I'm not going to accept and all that sort of stuff. And also about, you know, if I'm sitting there allowing myself to receive pleasure and whether that's in the bedroom, it also flows on to allowing myself to receive pleasure in my life and not being apologetic about who I am, not being apologetic about what it is that I want or having to justify it to anyone or being like, I really want a Chanel handbag, but then feeling like, oh, that's so materialistic. That's not what I should want, you know, but, you know, fuck you. That is exactly what I want. You know, like I want the damn Chanel handbag. I want the money to afford a Chanel handbag. And, you know, I'm not afraid to ask for that anymore. I'm not afraid to ask for more money. I'm not afraid to work out what it is that I do and don't deserve, um, you know, and, and learning about what my worth is. And that's the funniest thing is because my worth isn't dictated by anybody else. My worth isn't dictated by my husband. My worth isn't dictated by wrestling fans. My worth isn't, you know, isn't dictated by anybody else but myself. And the more that I explore myself and who I am and, you know, and that divine feminine as well and being in touch with both I'm going on a tangent. Yes, I know. So for me, getting in touch with my divine feminine is about getting in touch with a whole other side of myself that I just had been suppressing for so long and didn't know even at some points even existed. Like I, no, I like, I knew she was always there because she was always trying to come out and stuff her back in, stuff her back in, you know, like, no, no, be the tomboy, do this, fit in with the boys, you know, it's what they want and blah, 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 where, Now I get to explore this whole other side to myself and to my being and, you know, using that um, as flow as to really the more, okay, this is the way I'll put it. The more that I get in touch with my femininity, my defined femininity, who I am and explore both my sides of myself is the more in alignment that I become. And the more in alignment that I am means that I am a vibrational match for the things that I want. And it makes those come to me much, much easier. So it makes my manifestations come to me easier. It makes the money come to me easier. It makes the Chanel handbag come to me easier. All those sort of little, little things, you know, start to have that flow and effect. And, you know, it's the same thing as well. When we start to really get in touch with who we are, and embrace all sides of ourselves, whether that's the feminine or the masculine, um, our good traits, our bad traits. You know, bad traits aren't bad traits. It's just that they're the way that we've been made to perceive these bad traits. Traits don't, you know, nothing has meaning unless the meaning that we put on it. Um, but once we start to accept ourselves as a whole, um, regard, you know, like, and when I say we accept ourselves as a whole, and this is a whole another big thing as well, you know, this is who you are as a whole it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what weight you are. It doesn't matter um, how much money you earn, if you work, if you don't work, anything like that. That's not what this is all about. This is about your self-worth. And, you know, when you accept yourself wholly and love yourself and practice things like self-love and self-care and give your body and everything what it needs when it needs it, You will change your world. You will actually change your world. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today because 
you know, like I said, you know, especially for women of my age group, it's not necessarily something that we did talk about or we do talk about. Um, you know, like it's still kind of like, ooh, you know, like you might not have that open conversation with your girlfriends about this stuff. You know, um, you're definitely not having that conversation with the other mums at school. I can tell you that right now. Um, but you need to be. You need to be. And because, you know, it comes to us to break the cycle as well, because this is what this is. This has been a cycle of repressing women for generations and generations, and it has to stop and it needs to stop with us right now. Especially, you know, to any of you out there who have daughters. I don't have a daughter, I have a son. But I think to anybody who has daughters out there, you know, you need to teach them more than being a wife. You know, I kind of, you know, wish I'd grown up with, I just think how much different my life would be if I had grown up knowing that there was more out there for me than being a wife and a mother of what was just expected of me, right? Because, you know, that's just, that's just how it was. And, you know, you get to break the cycle now. And I'll definitely, even even with my son, I'll be breaking the cycle because, you know, it's never going to be just about him because it's equally just about her as well. And even with him though, you know, and, you know, this could be a whole nother topic, but probably one that I'm not equipped to talk about. But, you know, we we talk about like patriarchal um, sort of masculinity, you know, like we, you know, like I'm very cautious when I see, you know, like my son upset or something like that because, you know, I, I sometimes realize the message that was like, you know, toughen up, you know, and what message are we sending to our sons as well? You know, because this stuff just isn't, is just isn't ingrained to us as women, but it's ingrained to the men as well. And we need to change the story both ways. Um, and, you know, this is a huge step for me, just being open, having this conversation. And I actually had this conversation with my husband the other day, which even in a sense, and I know this sounds crazy because, you know, like I said, this is not something that I talked about. I was never even comfortable talking about it with my husband. Like, I mean, how crazy is that? And I just said to him, I said, you know, I'm going to be 40, 2022. I just want to be sexy. I just want to embrace being sexy. I just want to have the best sex of our lives. Like, you know, that's where I am. And I want you to get on the same page with me. And of course, you know, as soon as you just mentioned, you're going to be having the best sex of your life. Your husband's of course a lot boy. <laughs> with that why wouldn't he be um but he was just generally so on board with that and it was just such an open conversation so hence why i wanted to have that conversation with you guys today even though for me it's a little awkward and um you know definitely doing it on video has just been a bit of a new experience um <laughs> for me and just you know the conversation in general but you know life's too short to have bad sex life is too short to deny yourself what it is that you want um, whatever that may be, you know, like it's, you need to, you know, once you start connecting with yourself in that way and start working out what it is that you want and you don't want. And once you don't feel guilty about wanting what it is that you want, it will actually change your life, just not in your bedroom, but in your whole life and especially your manifestations. Because, you know, I think that, you know, sex is definitely a huge reflection on desire and pleasure and you know and allowing yourself permission to just fully um explore that and you know whether that's you know through you know sex and through the bedroom or through what it is that you just want in life explore it as a whole and just 
go in there, work out what it is you do like, what you don't like, what you want, say yes, say no, um, and just really open yourself up to the possibility. I'm going to leave it there today because, you know, I could go on so many different tangents about so many things, but, you know, I think, we, I think we've gotten to where we need to be today. So thank you so much for joining me. I know that this is like the first um, episode like this. And, you know, once we see in post-production how it's all come, we'll see how it all worked. Um, if this one never makes the air, we know why the edit was not good. <laughs> but yeah, I really look forward to this because this is just is a great way to just be hitting more people. Now, ladies, if you didn't already know, I have a free course available on my website and this is the high vibe life guide. Now, I was really inspired to create this free guide because this was all the stuff that I learned in 2020 and 2021 that just absolutely changed my life. And I just really wanted to pay this stuff forward um, because sometimes we just need somewhere to start. And for me, having somewhere to start, just, you know, once you start, you know, change so what I did is I picked like the thing that was the biggest catalyst for changing my life and about, you know, that helped me to manifest the things that I really, really, really wanted to manifest. And for me, that was about my vibe and that was about my energy and learning how to raise my energy, work through when I had bad energy, releasing that bad energy, but also, um, you know, it came to, you know, it ties in with this about setting those sort of boundaries about what did or didn't work, um, about what I do or don't want. And once I could get really clear on that and protect my energy and, and everything else, you know, I really saw that huge difference in my life. And it just seemed to be almost like, like it was like a manifestation hack because I felt like once I got that stuff right, everything was right. And, and it just allowed me to be able to manifest so much quicker. And in fact, not just manifest quicker, but that, you know, I was starting to see what we call quantum leaps. So this is just when, you know, my life totally flipped around and just, just changed. So I just really want to share that with with anybody who feels that they need it. Now, like I said, that guide is free on my website. So if you go to www.queencreationsdesign.com and you go to the freebie library tab, if you just pop in your name and your email address, I will personally email the guide to you. It's called the High Vibe Life Guide, right? And it's all about living a high vibe life. But don't confuse it with um, toxic positivity because it ain't about that because we do still sometimes need to... Um, you know, face some of the shit that's going on in our lives. So jump online, download that. I'll personally email that to you. There's also a Facebook group that goes along with it as well so that you can actually have support forever in this free group as well. You can post what you want in there. You can ask for advice or support or anything like that. And it's a free resource. So the, the guide itself is free. The group is free. Just hit me up, get on the website, request it, and I'll send it out to you. All right, my beautiful queens, go out and have some fucking amazing sex. Mm -hmm. Bye. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.